Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Great to have you with me. I want to dive right in. And I want to talk about a topic I have never talked about before in this podcast, and it's one that is fairly pressing in our time. You'll read articles about it today. Uh, It's going to be part of our political debates, and it's the issue of Christian nationalism. What is Christian nationalism? nationalism. Well, it depends on whose definition you use, of course, because that's the way it is in our society. But Christian nationalism, for the most part, is a view that the nation was founded as a Christian nation, that it ought to be a Christian nation today, and that the government ought to support Christianity and make the nation, make the United States officially Christian. Okay, so that's a that's a good broad definition of Christian nationalism. Uh, The Washington Post recently reported that about 45 percent of Americans believe that America ought to be a Christian nation. Now, that's a rather some bad reporting, because what does that mean that it ought to be? Do they want it to be legally? Uh, Do they think it ought to be in terms of conversions? Uh, what, What does that mean? Wasn't a very helpful survey. But nevertheless, it raised the debate. It raised discussion. It got people stirred up because it basically said about how Half of America wants the nation to be Christian. Okay? So you've got a great deal of concern going about this. You've got Christians who are upset at the Christians who are Christian nationalists. Of course, you've got secularists who are incensed that anyone thinks there ought to be a religious framing, uh, a religious, a, a legal religious structure for the for the United States. And there's a great deal of debate about it right now. Of course, even the very name Christian nationalist uh, was devised by those who are critical of people who believe what I've already described. The nation was founded as a Christian nation. Uh, it has been largely a Christian nation. It should be a Christian nation today. And that the U.S. government ought to support Christianity and make the nation officially Christian. Okay, so we've got a lot of debate going on. We've got a lot of discussion. There's going to be a lot of mention of Christian nationalism. And this is especially going to be the case. And here you're going to have a little bit of a prediction from me. If the if the next presidential election was held tomorrow, it would be between Joe Biden and Donald Trump. That's just where it's heading at this point. I'm not saying I have any special inside information. The indication is that both men are planning to run again. So you're going to have another presidential election of older white men. And we are also going to have um, the same two guys running against each other who ran before. Like I say, if the election were held tomorrow, and it's not, it's more than two years off. But if the election were held tomorrow, that's the way it's positioning now. Even people on Donald Trump's staff uh, are saying they're 95% sure he's going to run. And that is about the same certainty among those who are on Joe Biden's staff. So my point being related to the topic I'm discussing, that you're going to have a battle between a leftist president, a leftist Democrat, and a conservative Republican around whom orbit a great many quote-unquote Christian nationalists. 
people who believe the country ought to be Christian, people who believe uh, that Christianity ought to be the legal religion in America, ought to be the official religion in America, Um, people who are very bombastically Christian and want the nation to be as well. Okay. Now, so far, I've only been describing what other people are saying, but I'm going to tell you now what I believe. Um, And as usual, believe me, I don't land here because I want to. Uh, I I wish I could be a bit more... (laughs) extreme on some matters. Um, but I, but I just don't always find myself hitting at about a moderate place. And I want to tell you what I believe. Uh, I'm, I'm a student of history. My doctorate's in American history, American history and literature. And I, uh, absolutely understand that what is now the United States was founded largely, uh, by a Christian people, And by a people who did not want to have an official state religion, they had just broken from one in England, uh, just rebelled against one in England, but nevertheless wanted Christianity to be free. They understood it to be the dominant religion of the people. They believed its institutions largely reflected Christianity, and they wanted Christianity to be free. They wanted the federal government to have no control over religion, but they wanted the states to be as religious as they wanted to be. And so requiring a a guy running for governor in a state to believe in the Bible or believe in the God of the Bible or believe in Jesus Christ. This was common uh, at the time of the founding, but nothing of the kind at the federal level because they fear state church like the Church of England. Okay, so that's our founding. There's no question. There's no question. Leopold von Rank, one of the great uh, historians, said that about 90% of Americans in the colonial period were Calvinists. I mean, this is just standard understanding of the time. Deeply religious, uh, deeply Christian, um, but some of the more for for uh, you know foresighted. Uh, founding fathers said, you know, we're going to have a greater influx of, Islam, of Muslims. We're going to have a greater influx of Jews, and we'll have to be ready to think about them uh, having roles in our government too. So they weren't completely blind to the future uh, at all, but they were definitely thinking in terms of this being a Christian nation, not officially, but in terms of the freedom of the faith to shape our institutions. And that is absolutely the way it was throughout most of our history. Now, I'll have to say that it is my view that this country is not now a Christian nation. It is not a Christian nation. It does not reflect um, Christian values in most of its policies. Um, it, there are some, there, there are battles and, and you know tugs of war going on legally to define some of these things and decide some of these matters. Um, the recent Hobbes case that overturned Roe v. Wade, an example of uh, that some people point to to say, hey, we're returning some core values, some historic values. But the fact is, America is not now a Christian nation. Uh, not just when you look at its national sins from a Christian perspective, but when you simply look at what people believe and where they're going. So. As a, as a Christian myself, and I, I'm still using the word evangelical until, until it just gets translated to mean Trump supporter uh, down the road. I think the word's undergoing a change in our generation, and I may not always be willing to use that word of myself. But basically, evangelical just means somebody who's excited about Jesus and wants other people to know him. That's, that's, that's the shorthand for what an evangelical is. So I'm, I'm willing to use that term of myself at this point. And as a Christian and as an evangelical... Um, I certainly want to see people converted to Christianity. I believe that that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. I believe there's a God who loves mankind. I believe there's a path to righteousness and peace and wholeness and and healing and fulfillment and destiny. I believe all those things. That's I'm a Christian. That's what Christians do believe. 
However, what I don't believe, having believed all that, having wanting everyone to know him didn't, and, and, to, and, and, to, and to walk in the fulfillment of, of being welcomed by God and healed by God and loved by God and knowing the Lord Jesus Christ, I want all of that. At the same time, I want that to happen by conversion. I want that to happen by acts of the will. I want that to happen by heart change. It can't happen by legal action. It can happen by people who are afraid of the loss of ground that Christianity has, un- has endured in our society, who are, who are filled with fear, then turning to government to make something happen by edict that has not happened by conversion. I'm concerned that those who the left calls Christian nationalists, uh, those who maybe even welcome that term, are people who have not perhaps done the job of conversion and making the gospel attractive and building strong Christian institutions and, and winning minds and souls, winning hearts and minds, but instead look around, realize they're sinking, realize there's a loss, realize that the, that the Christian uh, religion in America has lost ground and lost influence. They're afraid of that. And so now they start turning to government action to enforce by edict what has not been won by a conversion of hearts. So do I want to see the United States massively converted to Jesus Christ? Of course I do. I'm a Christian. Of course I do. Of course, I want everybody I know to be to be to become a Christian because I think in, in in that religion there's fulfillment, there's a relationship with Jesus Christ, there's a connection to God, there's supernatural empowerment, there's healing and deliverance. Of course, that's the kind of Christian I am. But I don't want the U.S. government to simply rise up and declare by edict that this is a Christian nation and all people will comply to Christianity. We've had that happen before in history. It produced a great deal of hypocrisy. It produced a great deal of heresy. It damaged the church for generations. That's not what we want. We want to win what ground we win by conversion, by people joining by an act of their will because they see a better way. We don't want a secular government, and that's what we have in America, a secular government just simply by virtue of a vote of, the, of, a, of a radical majority, deciding to declare by edict that all people will comply with Christianity. That would be a disaster for the faith. So if that's what a Christian nationalist is, if a Christian nationalist is somebody who wants Christianity declared the legal religion of the nation and that enforced uh, by edict of a secular government, then I'm not one. But if, if we're talking instead about, hey, sure, I want to see everybody in America converted to Jesus Christ, and thus, by as a result, the nation reflect Christianity as it did in its early founding? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And all of my friends, especially my non-Christian friends, know that's where I am, <laughs> right? I've told you before, I make some of you nervous. I got more gay friends, more Muslim friends, more... Uh, Buddhist friends, more Jewish friends than most of you have ever, ever, ever encountered. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying they all know where I stand. They all know who I am. They all know what I want. And, and I know what they want. I know what they're, where they're heading. And we walk as friends anyway. My point is to have this view does not make you bigoted. To want people converted to Jesus does not make you bigoted. It just makes you consistent and not hiding and not fearful. But I'm not a Christian nationalist in the sense 
that I want some kind of official enforcement of Christianity today. If we're going to really try to have an impact for Christianity, for Jesus in our generation, we've got to remember who we are as Christians, remember what our Lord commanded us, walk in his power. Yeah, remember the age-old covenants and the example of our founding, our Christian founding fathers, but then win this generation again re-evangelize, claim hearts and minds, love people well, serve well, serve well in crisis, meet needs, be loving, be open-armed, and know the truth we're supposed to know. Christian nationalism, if I may say it, at least in some of the forms that I'm saying, is a form of laziness. It's a form of saying, let's do by government edict what we could not do, by con- what we were unwilling to do by conversion and by setting example and by serving in our society. So once again, I find myself slightly right of center on this issue. Do I think we were founded as Christians? Yes. Do I think we've been largely influenced by Christianity throughout most of our history? Yes. Do I believe we're Christian today? No. Do I think we have a secular government? Yes. And do I think some people, fearing the trends, want to grasp the controls of the state and enforce a Christianity that they have not won by conversion? Yes. And I'm not part of that. I'm not part of that. And I'm as outspoken a Christian as you can find. So speaking to you Christians, let's do it right. Let's do it right. Let's do it the way our Lord told us to, by going and making disciples. And speaking to you non-Christians who listen to my podcast, and thank you once again for being part of this journey, uh, I apologize for those who are the extreme form of Christian nationalists who just want to impose a Christianity legally that they're unwilling to contend for in terms of trying to win your soul, trying to trying to love you and serve you well and, and win you to their Lord Jesus Christ. You know that's who we are, but we haven't lived up to that, and I apologize for that. So let's do it right, guys. Christians, let's do it right, and the rest of you be patient with us, and we'll learn about you and learn about us. And yeah, I'm going to try to convert you. You know I am. I love you guys. But that's what it, the way it ought to happen in our society. So let's be careful about this Christian nationalist drive that sounds right to some people that might even sound good on a Sunday morning in church, but in fact is trying to use a secular state to enforce a faith in Jesus Christ. It won't work. It'll damage the church. It'll drive people away from the gospel. We've already had that in history. Come on, let's do it better in our time. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular global speaker, and senior fellow for public leadership at Palm Beach Atlantic University. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv. 